Hello, my name's Michael. I'm six years old, and my brother's name is Vincent, and he's two years old. I love Christmas because it's a magical time. Um, Santa brings lots of toys to the boys and girls in the world, like Armenia, Kazakhstan, Algeria, African Union, Tunisia, Ireland, Russia, Oman, Bulgaria, United States, Canada, Bermuda, Mexico, Brazil, South America, North America, about 4,000 people in Antarctica, maybe, then Australia, then Asia, and then Europe, and finally, but not least, Africa. I love um, that when Santa comes, because I hope he would give me a new book with new countries. I love to learn about countries. My little brother is learning about Santa and he calls him Ho Ho Ho. <laughs> I see the Santa in Santa's grotto, but not in my house because he's quick and magic. Yes, Michael, you're absolutely right. Santa is quick and magic, and that's why you never get to see him. Even if you try and stay awake on Christmas Eve night, which I don't recommend, by the way, Santa will wait until you get a little bit sleepy. And maybe you blink your eyes for three, maybe four seconds. And in those seconds, he comes down the chimney quick as a flash, leaves your presence, grabs a snack, has a drink, gets a carrot for the reindeer, and he's gone. And then you open your eyes and you don't even know that he's been. Except when Santa wants you to notice. Like the time when Santa's magic and technology got a bit muddled up. This story is called Santa's Satnav. Christmas Eve morning in the North Pole. It's the busiest time you can ever imagine. Mrs Claus was walking around the workshop with a clipboard in her hand, checking, double-checking, all the toys on the sleigh, check, lists ready for every continent with names of all the boys and girls, check, special requests, yep, check to them all. Meanwhile, Santa was in the reindeer stable with his beloved reindeers, giving one final inspection. By the way, I'm calling them reindeers for this story. You might prefer to call them reindeer, plural. Rudolph was looking very muscly this year. He'd started a new reindeer kettlebells fitness class and he looked more like a racehorse ready to win the gold cup. Well, Rudolph, you'll certainly be good and strong to guide the sleigh tonight, said Santa. Eh, but Santa, remember you bought the new Mega Mega 3000 sat-nav on the shopping channel a few months ago? You know that night you said you couldn't sleep? Said Gary Twinkletoes, one of the elves in charge of IT. Oh, yes, replied Santa. Oh, 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 I forgot all about that. That was the one that has Satnav not just on Earth, but to anywhere in the universe and the galaxy. I think I remember ordering that. Yes, there was a special offer of paying in instalments and a free set of copper saucepans. Yes, I remember now. But where is it, Gary? Santa, we've spent months installing the new Mega Mega 3000 system into the dashboard of your sleigh. All you have to do is sit into your seat tonight, hold on to the reins and smile. The sat-nav will do the rest. This will be the easiest Christmas you've ever had. I don't even think you'll need all the reindeer. Well, I suppose it's time the North Pole got into a bit of modern technology, said Santa. Although a part of him 
wasn't really sure about this fancy new navigation system. Even Rudolph was a bit sad looking. It was his red nose that guided the sleigh and helped Santa every year to find the best route all around the world. And the magic of all the other reindeers was what got them there. Not some fancy sat-nav. What were they supposed to do if Santa was using this Mega Mega 3000? While the North Pole was a buzzing hive of activity that Christmas Eve, children all around the world were counting down the hours until bedtime and doing their best to burn off some energy so that they could sleep later that night. Children like Vincent. He's two years old and he lives in Blessington in County Wicklow. Now, burning energy isn't really a problem for Vincent. It comes very naturally to him. He loves running and jumping and singing and investigating and keeping himself very active every second that he's awake. Vincent was quite busy that Christmas Eve, sitting up on Nanny and Grandad's kitchen table, stacking tubes of sweets and then bang, knocking them over and laughing his head off. Great fun for a two-year-old. His older brother, meanwhile, six-year-old Michael, was busy too but in a calmer way that Michael liked. You know the way sometimes you can be related to someone in your family, but be very different to them? Yep, that was Vincent and Michael. A bit like the North Pole and the South Pole. But the best of buddies at the same time. Michael sat in Nanny's comfy armchair and turned the pages of his book all about the countries in the world. Oh, how he just loved learning about countries. You can never have enough countries. Michael was hoping for a new book about countries from Santa so that he could learn even more about the world. Now, he had visited Santa's grotto and told him all about this, so he was sure that Santa understood how much it meant to him. Maybe when he grew up, Michael might be an explorer like Ferdinand Magellan and Christopher Columbus, discovering new countries to put on the map. <gasps> Imagine! Time for bed, boys, said Michael and Vincent's mammy later that night. I heard on the news that Santa's been spotted by NASA flying over Armenia. He's on his way. Come on, you better get into bed. And indeed, he was on the way. The magical journey that's been happening for generations had begun again. Waved off by Mrs. Claus and hundreds of hard-working elves, including Gary Twinkletoes in IT, Santa was high up in the sky. He was finished in Armenia and he was on his way to Kazakhstan. His sleigh was jam-packed with toys and presents and Santa had insisted that even though his new fancy satnav was doing a lot of the work, Dasher and Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet and Cupid, Donner and Blitzen and Rudolph of course, were all there pulling the sleigh in front of him. This Mega Mega 3000 makes a lot of noise, thought Santa as the dashboard of his sleigh lit up like that of an airplane. There were buttons for this and buttons for that. He didn't know what any of them were for. All the lights were flashing green and red, and the sat-nav just kept talking and telling him where to go next. He didn't even have to think. All he had to do was check his list, hop out of the sleigh, down the chimney, deliver the presents and back in. That's technology for you. In 20,000 kilometres, turn right for Russia. In 2,000 kilometres... Take a U-turn for Bolivia. That's it, Rudolph and team. Great job as always, said Santa, as he landed on the rooftop of a row of houses. Rudolph wasn't very impressed, though. 
Not once did his nose have to shine red and guide Santa through fog or snow or a tricky route into any country. This Christmas Eve was more like a training exercise. It was no fun at all. With his presents delivered in Kazakhstan, it was back in the sleigh and back up into the sky. But this time, something seemed a little different. The dashboard in front of Santa wasn't lighting up. Uh, uh, hello? Uh, wh- wh- where to next, uh, Satnav? Santa asked. Batteries low. Batteries low. You should have bought batteries. Always get batteries at Christmas. Goodbye. <gasps> and suddenly, for the first time ever, Santa didn't really know. Where to go next? You see, usually he had his own system with the reindeers. But now he was just flying around in a dark sky and he was completely lost. Yes, lost. Rudolph and the others were confused too. Everything looked the same and they weren't sure if they should go to Tunisia or Bulgaria or maybe Mexico. Santa couldn't remember what country came next. It was past midnight by now which meant there were only a few hours left before the boys and girls all around the world would wake up, their sleepy little eyes full of excitement as they tiptoed downstairs to see what Santa had brought them. But they might be very, very disappointed. Santa landed the sleigh, even though he had no idea where he was. But he was surrounded by mountains and a big lake. Rudolph and Blitzen walked over to the lake to have a drink. And that's when Rudolph's nose lit up. He could taste something familiar in the water. Yep, definitely. Ireland. Wicklow, maybe? Just as he was trying to think, he could hear Santa shouting excitedly. I have it, Rudolph. I know what to do. Get us to Blessington. There's one boy that can help us navigate around the world tonight. He knows every country and where they are and he can pick them out from the sky by the landmarks and shapes. We need Michael's help if we're going to save Christmas this year. Blessington. Blessington Lake. (gasps) Rudolph knew where they were. That was the taste of the familiar water. We're already here, Santa, he said. As the other reindeers began to get excited now, they knew everything would be okay. This was the magic of Santa. He could do anything. Well, with Michael's help, of course. It didn't take long to get to the house, and Rudolph gave a little tap, tap, tap on the bedroom window with his nose. But hang on, a little boy, no more than two, crept to the window, opened it up, squeezed Rudolph's nose, shouted, Oh, 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 and laughed. Whoops. Wrong room. Sorry, Vincent. He's the baby brother. Michael sprung up in his bed when he heard the tap, tap, tapping on his window. Rudolph explained everything to him. But Michael, we have to go fast. There's only three hours left, he said. Michael put on his slippers and dressing gown and he hopped into the sleigh, which was floating outside his window. Sitting in the passenger seat beside Santa, oh, he felt so proud and helpful. Hey, Rudolph, said Michael. See those white waves on that building down there? That's the Sydney Opera House. Make a landing for Australia. Okay, Santa, do you see that tower down there? Continued Michael. That's the Eiffel Tower, which means we're in France. I think we should go next to Canada and we'll work our way right down through Peru and Argentina. And so on they went. Rudolph knew where to go once Michael told him what country they were in. And of course, Santa knew what he had to do. 
Last but not least, the sleigh flew over the vast continent of Africa, where the gang worked hard bringing their Christmas magic. Rudolph was exhausted. He was glad now he'd been building up his strength and fitness with reindeer kettlebells. Last stop, Blessington, said Santa, as the sleigh shot through the sky like a shooting star. Oh, 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 thank you, Michael. We need children like you in the world, interested in facts and figures and learning and how things work. You've saved Christmas. We won't forget you. Now straight into your bed, Michael. It's nearly morning time. See you next year. Oh, oh, oh. And in a flash, they were gone. Christmas morning around the world was full of excitement as children woke up to find their gifts from Santa. In Blessington, little Vincent was running around shouting, Ho, 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 was at my window with his giant doggy. But nobody would believe him. While Michael spotted a new book of countries with even more facts and details and a little note on it. The world is yours, Michael. Enjoy exploring it. From S.C. Oh, love, I'm so sorry. The present I ordered for you never arrived, said Michael and Vincent's dad to their mom. Oh, I bought you this really cool thing, the Mega Mega 3000 sat-nav for the car. I thought you'd love it. But here's a gift set of lavender soap and talcum powder instead. Unlike technology, this'll never break. Happy Christmas. Michael and Vincent's mom was ecstatic. Michael spent Christmas Day reading and rereading his new book of countries of the world, remembering that he had seen most of them only a few hours ago on that magical Christmas Eve.